Welcome to a special edition of the Blue Collar Nation podcast, where Eric and Larry bring you the best and brightest minds in the blue collar world to help us weather this unprecedented storm. And now, on to the show. Well, hello, everybody. This is Larry from Blue Collar Nation, and we are here with another special edition for our blue collar brethren in this virus time of life that we're all living through. And I have a special guest here today, but before we introduce our special guest, we have Mr. Eric Sprague, the tech whisperer. What's happening, Eric? Does that mean I'm not special? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> no, and I'd like to introduce I'm doing today great, and, and we do have my a special guest. We have wonderful Adam, so. business partner, <laughs> the tech whisperer, Mr. Eric Sprague. Uh, that's more like it. Make, we'll even give you some applause today. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. No, I'm doing great. I'm uh, excited to hear what Adam has to say about what's going on in the banking world. So wonderful. let's get to it. So we've got Adam Russell of Opus Bank. He's the Senior Vice President, Regional Manager for the Inland Empire, and he is a wealth of information, and we are so looking forward to hearing how he can help all of us today with his banking information. How are you today, Adam? I'm well. How are you guys? Good afternoon. Doing great. We're doing wonderful. We're, we're rolling with everything that we got to roll around with. Yeah. Well, there's plenty yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, okay. I hear you can help us with a couple uh, loans here. So some forgivable, some unforgivable. I don't know if I should right. say unforgivable. There is. <laughs> um, there's a lot. There are, there are a lot of programs going on. This coronavirus thing uh, has hit California uh, very hard uh, because we're an entertainment state. Uh, we do a lot of hospitality. We do a lot of uh, food business and. Um, when that stuff gets shut down, there's a lot of people that are out of work. Now that's going across the country. So what the government did, I think it is three weeks ago, uh, about, yeah, about three weeks back, they put together the CARES Act. And that's a Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act uh, that was passed by Congress. There's a lot of facets to that act. And there's some things that are not even tied into that act that the government is doing to make things a little easier. The most popular thing, and the one thing that everybody has heard about, is the PPP loan package. Okay, that's the Paycheck Protection Program. That is an SBA loan, a Small Business Administration loan. Uh, and it goes under the paragraph of 7A, but that's really not that important. What, it, what is important is that it's designed uh, to be given to businesses so that they can keep their employees. Because if you get the loan and you retain your employees and you can prove this, and this is really key, you have to be able to prove this, then the loan is forgiven by the feds. Adam, I have a quick question about the PPP sure. loan. I have a buddy who has a you know, pretty good sized business, 100 plus employees, spent a lot of time you know, doing the paperwork for the PPP, got approved by a couple of banks actually, I guess. But he's afraid that the money won't be there, that the bigger companies, and I've read an article about this too, that the bigger companies may take the money and it doesn't end up trickle down to the guy who has 100 employees. Is, is there any truth to that matter? It is going to be, it's a first come first serve program. That is true. Oh, okay. uh, and they have uh, 349 billion allocated for the thing. Okay. Yeah. 
But I'll, I'll give you some stats that are kind of interesting. Is there's been a million thirty-five thousand loans totaling two hundred and forty-seven billion were approved as of Monday. Okay, that's a lot of loans. Now, approved is not the same as funded. Right. Once, once you're approved, you have an SBA authorization number, and once you've got that authorization number, your funds are reserved. So, so you're, if, if you're approved, does that mean you will get funded or you got to wait and see if the money's still there? If you, if you, there's approval, there's bank approval because the bank goes, yep, you're approved, but then they submit it to the SBA. SBA goes, yes. And the SBA, I got to tell you, for, you know, all the, you know, bad feedback they got for ramping this thing up, uh, it's allowed them to actually kind of get in gear and get going. And last week they've done fairly well. Um, okay. You know, they're, they're funding $25 billion a day if you include the weekends as work days. Wow. Um, average, the average loan size is $239,000. Hmm. So, you know, it's, it seems to be fairly equitable. 70% of the total number of loans approved were for less than $150,000. Yeah, that you know, makes and, sense. And that's a majority, that's a majority of American business. Yep, and exactly. also too, if you have more than 500 employees, sorry, you're excluded. You don't, you cannot contribute with this program. So a hundred employee company, there's a, uh, one of my customers, 300 employees, $150 million revenue. That's a big company. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's not fortune 500, but that's, that's, there are only 500 of those, right? right. You know, the companies out here in the Inland Empire, there's probably about 30 to 40 that are over 150, $200 million but the rest are all under that. Well, and the reality is we've had a guy, uh, Brett Gilliland on the show, only 3% of all businesses ever eat, make seven figures a year or more in revenue. Yeah, yeah. So um, most businesses are kind of smaller, you, you know? Yeah. So the, the, I was really happy to get this email late Monday night because it's like, you know, it kind of where you were going with that is who's getting the money. Yeah. It made me feel good about that because it's a small business guy and you know them. We know them. You know, we, we have beers for these folks that are dying. A buddy of mine's a dentist. Yeah. No business. No. Yeah. No. no. This. We, we were on the phone earlier today with a carpet cleaner who's been in business a really long time and they're off 90%. Boom. Just yeah. like that. And I it's mean, essential service. I mean, they know that as it get, the restrictions get lifted, there's going to be plenty of work, but they, yeah. they have to survive to yeah, get it. Surviving to that point. Yeah. Um, all they have so, to do is, I guess, do some sort of social media, how we sterilize your carpets. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's... Something but, like that, yeah. What are the other two loans that are out there? You got the PPP, and then you have a couple others. Yeah, you do. Uh, so the first one that everybody knows about, like, we, like I said, is the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program. That loan is forgivable, which means basically it's free money unless you take the money and you don't use it for the payroll. Uh, in other words, uh, this time last year, you had uh, 30 employees and when the loan funds on Monday and for the next eight weeks, you only have 10. You know, that, you're, that, that loan's not forgiven. A portion of it will be, but not the whole thing, okay? okay? The idea is, and people say, well, I'm not gonna hire people not to work. But that's the point of the funds is to hire people to bring them in, you know, just wipe the tables, clean the floors, uh, help with a remodel or something that's going on in the restaurant or in the hotel or whatever business it is. The point is to get money into people's pocket, just like that 1200 bucks that's going to every taxpayer that makes under 75,000. Right. 
Um, and so it's open to businesses under 500 employees, sole proprietors, independent contractors. Had a call with a fella today. I'm my only employee. Can I apply for the state? Yes, you can. Right. You know, because let's say he's paying himself, um, you know, uh, 7000 a month. Well, that's good for 14000 you know, here you go. Here's 14 grand. No fees, no guarantees, no collateral yeah. on this thing, too. Uh, the, the, there's rules on this. If you already have an SBA loan and you've defaulted on it or you're behind on your payments, sorry. If you've ever defaulted on an SBA loan, nope, you don't get that either. And the SBA plays hardball that way. You know, if, you've, if you have uh, failed on paying them back, it sticks with you for a very, very long time. Okay. Um, and it really is targeted towards the hospitality business, but any business comply. There's no restrictions whatsoever. CPAs. I talked to the CPA today. Half his customers are restaurants. Will they be in business at year end to give him business? Who knows? He's, he's really concerned. He really is. So yeah. uh, that is the Paycheck Protection Program. Okay. Um, so, so that's geared for companies to try to keep their people on board yep. until restrictions are loosened. It's for eight, it's for eight weeks. So the low amount is two and a half times your monthly payroll. And okay. what they do is they go back 12 months, average out the payroll and your loan amount is two and a half times amount. So if you can show you kept these, the, now it doesn't have to be the same employees. It has to be the employee dollars and the employee count is a okay. key part of it. But you also are able to use that money to pay rent, to pay your loan for the company. Uh, so it's not just limited to payroll because they give you two and a half times your payroll amount. And all you have to show is that you kept the people on for eight weeks. So if you had furloughed people while you were trying to get the loan, mm -hmm. would you still be eligible if you like want, as long as you can prove you brought them back as soon as it got funded? Exactly. You got to bring okay. them back. All right. Well, that's good news. Yeah, it is. Okay. Okay. So what other loans do we have? So, and then there's one that not a lot of people know about. And because there's a lot of business owners out there that have SBA loans, the Small Business Administration. And you get an SBA loan for equipment, for property, for most anything, really. Um, if you have an SBA loan right now, the government's making the payments for April, May, June, July, August, and September. Next six months, mm. they're making the payments. Wow. Um, and that's not deferring it. That's not, okay, we're going to tack it on to the end of the loan. That's not, well, we're just making the interest payments. That is the whole payment. It's like your rich Uncle Joe calling you up, say, hey, Eric, hey, you got a loan you want me to make payments for for the next six months? Right. Or your rich, rich Uncle, Uncle Sam. Sam. Yeah. yeah, is your rich Uncle yeah. Sam. Yeah, so that's truly <laughs> stimulus money. I mean, they're trying to stimulate you keep going. Yeah, exactly, because what it does, I mean, there's some, I've talked to business owners this last week that have $5,000 monthly payments. Yeah. Now, that times six, that's 30 grand that they're saving. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. It, it really, and for the business owner, I mean, you guys know, you guys have been in the business. It is a margin business. And if, if all of a sudden you've got all these expenses and no revenue. Yeah, yeah, it's a problem. Good. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's a small business debt relief program where they're paying, uh, the SBA is paying for all of their loans, principal interest and fees for the next six months. Not really well-known uh, program, but people- So how do people, do people have to go to the SBA? Do, you, do they go to the bank? Don't sign a thing. There's, problem is, is no one's even sending out a notice. 
but how do they get how do they get aboard on this okay so what my job this last week too i got a list of all our sba 7a lenders and got 25 carved out to me call these folks up and tell them no we know we've you've already made your payment but we're going to send it back to you because the government is paying your loans uh and we just we have to tell them and you know talk about this is funny they don't believe me like, exactly i'd be a little yeah, skeptical it'd be like, this, this must be a scam from yeah, nigeria you know it is <laughs> you know, I, I, you know i i have you know i've got the information on my on my desktop so i can tell them you know this is the name of your company this is a loan amount you're paying you're paying 1607 dollars a month yeah that's right that's that is that's being paid by the government so is it like waived by the government and then I pay it later? No, no, no. It's paid by the government. So is that just the interest? No, no, no. The whole thing. Well, Adam, it sounds too good to be true. And yeah, you know, when exactly. things are bleak, you're not in a positive mindset no. anyway. So. I've, I've made some guys. There was a guy called up in Oxnard. He goes, you know what? I got three restaurants and they're all closed and you just made my day. Yeah. Yeah, that has and to feel good. I didn't even do it. I just told him about it. Yeah, you were the delivery. You were the messenger. Yeah, a messenger boy, man. Yeah. So, so that, what else that do we is The small business debt relief program. Okay. The third one, and this is something, there's a couple of things on this third one that everybody should apply for. It's emergency economic injury grant. Okay, if you were in business before February 15th, Let's see, who's that been on? Oh, since January 31st. Okay, if you've been in business before January 31st of this year, you can apply for the Emergency Economic Injury Grant, that's $10,000. It says on the SBA form, the advance does not need to be repaid under any circumstance. So is there an acronym for that? Uh, not for that one, there is for the other one, that's a sister loan, it's the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, which is the EIDL. And what's this one called, Adam? I'm sorry. This one's the Emergency Economic Injury Grant. Emphasis on the word grant, because right. it is grant. Here's the, you know, and that my dentist buddy, he applied for that. Here's $10,000, knock yourself out. I know as of last week, he had not received it, so it's taking a little bit of time, but when someone's giving you 10,000, I think you could probably So are independent contractors, avail is it available to guys like that too, or? Yes, have a certain amount of staff members. Sole proprietors, independent contractors, cooperatives and employee-owned businesses, even tribal small businesses. I've never worked with a tribal small business, but there you go. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's great. Now, the, the sister program to that, that's free money. That's $10,000. That's so, here you go. Is this like when, you know, Hurricane Katrina comes in for the businesses, right? That's to give immediate relief. Here's 10 grand to kind of help you out and start rebuilding, doing it as whatever you need to do. The program that goes with that is the Economic Injury Disaster Loan. Okay, that is a program that's a, low, that's a loan for, for, for a rate, uh, for a loan amount up to $2 million. And that is a loan. That, that does need to be repaid. Right. That's not forgiven. It's not a grant, but it is a low interest loan. So, so I'm sorry, Adam. Yeah. I want to, so like my friend with the hundred employees, mm -hmm. could he apply both to protect payroll and get this at the same time? He can, but he's going to have to document what he used the funds for. Okay. Because you can get both loans, but the PPP, you have to show I'm using this money. And I would probably, 
put that into the payroll account if he's got a separate account for it. Right. And the uh, e, uh, EIDL money comes in, I would put that in a separate one. And just so because the government is very fickle about the information it receives. And if a comma's out of place or something's just not right, they can tell the right. bank, you know, we're not guaranteeing that loan. Yeah. So like a company like his though, where, I mean, it's a technology company. So he's got a, you know, he's got a high payroll, yeah. but then he also has, and I know he's off by 30 plus percent, but you know, he's got buildings, he's got yeah. infrastructure. So you could use the EIDL for the infrastructure and the building yes. and then the payroll with the, just yeah. to get you through until times are better. Exactly. Now you reminded me something, Eric, of the payroll of the paycheck protection program is the loan amount is for all your employees and they top it at a hundred thousand. So if someone makes 150, they take 50 off of that. Okay. And you only get a hundred thousand for that. So if you've got okay. 10 employees, they all make 200,000, you're only getting a million dollar allowance for that as opposed to, okay. you know, two got you. Yeah. But that's still helpful. Oh, yeah. sure. No, it, it is. It's, you know, all, all the financial stuff over the last couple of years has been geared towards the, the, the blue collar guy, the guy making less than a hundred grand, you know, the tax cuts they did a couple, you know, in the last year or two, you know, if you made 150 or less, you benefited from that. If you made 150 or more, your tax rate was higher. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you, what are you, what are you saying to, you know, if, if, if Larry and I had a plumbing company, electric, electrical company, we had a dozen guys and a half a dozen trucks and, you know, business is off by, I don't know, 50, 60%. Yeah. Okay. You would, so you would there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of things going on to really help businesses. That's been really kind of the most amazing thing about this. One, you got the paycheck protection program and people say, well, it's going to run out of money. Okay. Maybe it does, but I got to believe that Congress is going to allocate another couple hundred billion to that program. Okay. To keep it going. So still submit your application. Two, get that emergency economic injury grant. That's $10,000 of free money in bold print. The advance does not need to be repaid under any circumstances. Okay. Um, number three, you've got the economic injury disaster loan if you want to use that. But the other thing too is we had, the, the feds have also said, they've told the banks, if your customers need to defer their loans with the bank, this is not the SBA, with the bank, they can, we'll, we will let you defer that loan without calling it a criticized asset. Now I'm getting into the weeds here with banking lingo, but if someone stops making a payment or they say, hey bank, I want to restructure my loan, the bank has to take a hit to the income statement because they got to do loan allowances and reserves. Oh, it's now a bad loan. It's not a very good loan. The Fed went to the banks and said, if someone asks for a deferment on their payment, whether it's three months, four months, five months, or six months, you do not downgrade that loan. So the bank doesn't lose any money on that. Right. Okay. What they're doing, they're helping the customer, you know, at least keep paying because you know, when you owe the bank $10,000, you know, that's kind of your problem. But if you owe the bank $5 million, that's yeah, a, it's a big deal. Yeah, no, it's so you're, you're helpful. Well, yeah. look at that point, you're like a business partner with them. <laughs> oh you yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you are. You know, I mean, Trump actually said that years and years ago when, when, you know, the banks were, I read his book, uh, I can't remember which one, you know, when, when he was having, you know, real estate downturn, yeah. he had all these huge loans, they kept him afloat, 
so that you know because you can't you don't want that guy to to just shut doors because then you don't get anything yeah. and, and, and they're not in the hotel business banks are in the banking business right they're, well that's my point you gotta yeah. you're at five million you're a partner yep and you gotta you find are. a you gotta find a way right it is so and that's the thing you know people say you know I, I need help making my payment call your bank ask for that deferral the worst they can say is well we're not participating in that or not we're doing that but i haven't heard a bank yet that's not yeah, yeah well, that's good for people to know because usually you're intimidated by the bank you don't want yeah. to go in there and it's yeah. going to be confrontation and what you're saying is it's not like that necessarily yeah so and all of the the people that we're talking to out here the the service business owners yeah. have a relationship with your banker or find yeah. a guy like Adam yeah. you're going to have a relationship with them. So you can call and say, Hey, well, this is what's happening. Or maybe you get a big lump sum and you want to pay some of it off. It goes back and forth, but that relationship would definitely benefit yeah. the owner for so, long-term. Adam, I read where Wells was turning people away because they just couldn't process that enough loans. If, if I'm right at that, which I, I think I am. Um, so if, if that happened to you, could could you just leave and go to a smaller, more yes. community bank? You can. There, I got a list of banks um, also on Monday that are doing loans for non-customers. Okay. And that's really key uh, because Wells, you know, they're kind of, they're playing a little game with the Fed there because they're capped at what they can do every year because of their cross-selling thing. And again, getting into the weeds, but the Feds have said, you can't grow anymore. We're capping your growth. And so this is the Wells' way of saying, well, gee, if only we had room to grow, right. we could yeah. do more. But yeah, right now, they, they stop playing ball until, you know, yeah, somebody yeah. says, well, let's so read a little, the You know, give and take there. Okay, so um, you, if you were with Wells, though, you could move to a, another bank. Yeah. To, you, yeah. you, it would take, you, you have to, you're making a lot of phone calls. You remember, guys, this is just like everybody in the country applying for a loan on the same day. Yeah. It's just overwhelming. Uh, they're, they're, you know, we've been processing them slowly. Uh, where we got have a skeleton of staff for a lot of different. Reasons. We're being bought, and so people have left, and so I was like, okay, we're using what we got. And there are some banks that are working, you know, 18 hours a day to get these applications through. And then there are some banks that just started Monday. Wow. So, you know, it all depends on how 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 fast you can get up to speed. Yeah. So what do you need, like the PPP, what do you, you what documents do you need to come in with? Um, your payroll register, okay, whether it's an ADP printout, paychecks printout, or a QuickBooks printout. For how long? First, they're showing for the last 12 months. Okay. So from January to December, because what they're going to do, that, that's their payroll register for each month, and they're going to average out for the 12 months, and that's your average monthly payroll. Your 940, 941s. And the W3s, all the stuff that as a business owner, you're familiar with. Right. You know, and, you know, and if you, if you aren't, you probably should be. I don't know. You know, it depends. But your CPA certainly is. And then so the other loans, same thing, basically. The other loans, um, you're going to have to, one, you have to show profitability. Um, historically, you have to be in good standing. You can't be... Um, you know, like I said, you, you can't have been defaulted on another SBA loan. Um, I have not had any applications for the EIDL, so 
Oh, you know what? I'm gonna have to tell you a pass on that one, but I'll get back. Uh, I'll get back to you guys. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's fine. There's Adam, a lot this of was, details with this. This was really good because I, you know, I mean, Adam, you know, a lot of us, you know, let's say you're a carpet cleaner or a plumber. You're good at carpet cleaning or plumbing or yeah. whatever. Like you try to spend as little time in this world as possible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to be out there cleaning carpets and making money, you yeah. know? So a lot of, you know, guys that are in our world, this is foreign territory. And like Larry had mentioned that this can be intimidating to a lot of us. So it is. And that's why, you know, I think, I think I have a pretty good connection with my customers because, you know, I will, whenever I say something to them, I say, do you understand what that means? And they go, well, uh, not really. Yeah. Okay, well, let me explain it to you. Because I don't know what shampoos interact with what fibers. Not my thing. Right. But you guys do. Yeah. No, and that's, and that's the importance of having a good banker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so Adam, right. why don't you tell everybody your contact information, if you'd like, if anybody sure, has no, a question. Uh, so the, probably the easiest way. We'll put it in the show it. notes as well. I'll okay. document it. But go uh, ahead. The, yeah, well, look me up on LinkedIn. Uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. You got my uh, email address. I think my phone number is even on there. Um, but you send me an email on LinkedIn, I'll get to you. Believe me, I've, I've always done that. Uh, so Adam Russell with Opus Bank on LinkedIn. Okay. And uh, you want to give a phone number now in case sure. somebody just wants to call you? Sure, absolutely. 909-263-7447. Uh, okay. And Adam, thank you. That, I mean, that I got was, it here too. You got it? <laughs> yeah, I got it right here. Thanks for I'll going on, man. A. Sure. Russell <laughs> at opusbank.com. A-R-U-S-S-E-L-L -S -S -E at opusbank.com. Yeah. And that's the uh, best way. Email or LinkedIn, that sort of thing. Because if, if I'm in a meeting, the phone rings, it's just going to roll through the voicemail and I'll call you back. Just give me a, uh, give me a minute or two. Yeah. And then we would like to have you on in a long form sure. one about just business banking for service businesses in general. But uh, we were thinking that the shorter version would be timely right now. Oh, yeah. So. Absolutely. No well, worries. I guess, I guess Larry's taken off. <laughs> I don't know where he went, man. <laughs> Blue Collar Nation, buddy. Blue, <laughs> Blue Collar Nation. It says right on the board, right there. I yeah. know, I know. Yeah, that's, that's the cool. studio that I no longer have <laughs> now that I'm yeah, up in Utah. Saying. So I had to make a, uh, a a garage studio while Larry. Dude, where'd you go? <laughs> you had to answer the phone. Where'd she call? Is it terrible? We might yeah, edit that out. I don't know. Get your hat on. We're wrapping up. Get on my hat. Adam, thank you. We'll have You're you on again. Guys. Appreciate yep. it. Look forward to seeing you in person soon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Minute, Adam. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Take care. See you, man. Thanks. Uh, bye now. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Nation podcast. For more information on what Eric and Larry do, please visit www.morningtechmeeting.com or visit us on our Facebook page, Blue Collar Consulting. Thank you, and see you back here next week with another amazing episode of the Blue Collar Nation podcast.